Inside Chicago Government. Welcome to another in a series of interviews with Ben Jarofsky. I'm Dave Glowatz. Ben writes on government and about politics. For the Chicago Reader, he's here with me today. Yes. Today we're talking about your article that appeared in the Reader on October 31st, 2013, Halloween, titled The Latest Reminder of How Mayor Daly Did Business. Today we're speaking about he who shall not be named. Mm -hmm. And in this article, you write about the Park Grill, a restaurant concession that occupies the west side of Millennium Park. And you write about how its owners got a sweetheart deal to run the concession under the Daly administration. And you write about current litigation in which the city has engaged to try to get a better concession deal for us, the taxpayers. Yes. First, let's talk about what the Park Grill is. It's a restaurant on the east side of the skating rink, which a lot of people might know about, the skating rink at Millennium Park. In addition, the people who own the grill have a bakery and a retail store, and they have a concession to operate all food vendors, such as food carts, on the west side of Millennium Park. Park Grill is owned by a partnership called Millennium Park Joint Venture, MPJV, we'll refer to it as, whose partners and investors include relatives and allies of former Mayor Richard M. Daley. You write that since 2004, the restaurant has made $96 million, of which we taxpayers got about 3%. Mm -hmm. But the concession pays no bills for water, gas, electricity, or garbage collection. The city says it wants to renegotiate the concession fees to meet what it calls, quote, commercially reasonable standards, end quote. Yes. The phrase sweetheart deal appears in a lawsuit of which the city of Chicago is now a plaintiff mm -hmm. filed in county court. There are two defendants in the suit. First, MPJV. You know who the second defendant is? Uh, I can't remember who is the second defendant. The Chicago Park District. Oh, yeah, well, that's... Oh, it's so, that's why I'm saying this should be taught in a civics class, how, how your city really works and how devious our city officials will be. Yes, the park district has been treated as though it's a separate entity that is not under the control of the mayor, which, of course, is absurd. The board who runs the park district are mayoral appointees, the executive director, whatever his title is, the superintendent, who's the salaried head of the park district is a mayoral appointee. They do what the mayor wants. They have and they always will. So it's just absurd for the city to argue, as the city is arguing, that the park district negotiated this lease on its own without oversight. Why doesn't the mayor just call up Mike Kelly, the park's superintendent, whom he appointed, and yeah. say, shut him down. You mean send in building inspectors and discovery? Yeah, you know, you know, make, make the old-fashioned way. Yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, well, you know, maybe, yes, maybe, maybe they don't really don't want to shut him down that much. That's another interesting story. Who gets the building inspectors and who doesn't? This has been sort of a gentleman battle fought in court with lawyers as opposed to the old-fashioned way uh, of sending in the building inspectors. The basis for the suit is that the city claims that half of the Park Grill concession area sits on city property and the other half sits on Park yeah. District property. And I have yeah. a map here yes. that shows that there's there's a, a line that goes right essentially to the middle of the skating rink. Yeah, that's the city land or is that the Park the District? city land, land is yeah. to the east. Yes, and part, so the park district property is only this portion that's essentially the middle of the skating rink and west to Michigan Avenue. I agree with the park grill on this point. I think it's an absurd contention for the city to make that somehow or other because of these legal, this configuration on a, a, a property map that 
this lease was not uh, overseen by the mayor, and therefore um, the mayor is free to rip it up. The contention by the city is that because most of this uh, business is on city land as opposed to park district, as a legal entity, the park district had no legal basis to negotiate a contract. Cities should not have signed the obligation of negotiating the lease with the park district. That's the point. That's the point that the park grill makes. I agree with them that it's an absurd contention that the city is making. It's the legal equivalent of sending in the inspectors where you're looking for any little trick you have to hold sway over somebody. In this case, the city of Chicago, the mayor of Chicago, essentially agreed to this lease. He had his employees negotiate the lease. He signed on to the lease. He used his authority to give them the liquor license they needed. Uh, He was there at the ribbon-cutting ceremony. So this is as much his project as it is anybody else's. And so then, after it's become an embarrassment, he then wants to divorce himself from it, and so he comes up with this legal gobbledygook. It's such a great glimpse into how Chicago operates on so many different levels. Um, and how influence is used and how uh, there's really no accountability for the powerful, in this case the mayor, for what he does. That's all we've got time for. Ben, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, sir. Listeners, we welcome your suggestions about future interviews via Facebook and Twitter. Search for Inside Chicago Government. I'm Dave Glowatz. Thanks for listening.